0: Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engines women. Look out. We
1: have a look All right. Welcome to the Launchpad Podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Matt. And Matt. We're continuing our conversation about the Bill and Ted franchise, and we have special guests in the Circle K. We got my brother, Kevin, and his wife, Meg. What's up, guys? Hi. (laughs) Welcome back. We just talked about the Bill and Ted Excellent Adventure movie. We talked about that last episode. If you guys haven't listened to that, go check it out. It's awesome. Can I get a little bit of that?
2: Did we even say Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure at all in that episode? I don't think we did. It was understood. Go back in time. Jump in your fucking phone booth and go listen to that shit. See if we said it once. If we said it a single time, tell us, hey, you're good at your job. If we didn't, come back and we'll delete your comment. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Probably.
1: So, yeah, we talked about a movie that we didn't name. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm, I do, And I noticed it halfway through and was like, nah, I'm. Th- I think we said it.
1: No, we didn't say it no. at all.
2: <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> today we are talking about, let me check, let me check, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, the sequel Although, to Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure.
3: It's not bogus until like a few seconds into the title card. Yeah, That's It true. starts out, it just says Bill and Ted's Journey, and then boom, that bogus just jumps right in there. It yeah, mm. explodes that whole, kind of, that whole that thing. That whole
2: sequence was made by the, the intro to Saved by the Bell, because it looks right. just like that. <laughs> And then yeah. Bogus jumps through. It looks like something from the Sliced Alone Judge Dredd movie. This is all I got screws in it and shit. Uh, a masterpiece. A
1: masterpiece. So yeah, yeah, this is the sequel to the other movie. So what do you say, guys? Let's Melvin this thing. Let's Melvin this thing.
4: Yeah. Let's Melvin it. Where do we
1: start with this
2: movie?
4: Can I also start with, I didn't know what Melvinine was I didn't until either. this movie? No. Okay, good. Did anybody? God, I didn't yeah, know. Did you get Melvins
2: here? all the time. It's <laughs>
4: Before this movie?
2: Take that, nerd. No, I knew what it was. Mel- isn't a no. Melvin a front wedgie? <laughs> no.
4: no. I, th- I thought it was just a wedgie. I it was just a wedgie.
2: Yeah, it seems to be their term for a wedgie. Yeah. It's another one they of those also- things we should have looked up before we started talking about it. But if you know what a Melvin is, Which is you, like have you low the given key Melvin on the assault. receiving end of the right? old Melvin? yeah, Write in the comment section below. <laughs>
1: Yeah, comment. I got Melvin.
4: Yeah,
3: <laughs> I just like to Be sure moment. to like and subscribe Melvin. if you've been Melvin. Like and
1: subscribe. <laughs> 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 Shit, tell your friends, but don't tell them you got Melvin because apparently it's a bad thing. <laughs> they, they don't understand terms in this movie because they use heinous, heinous wrong.
2: incorrectly. Yeah.
4: They say totally not heinous when something's bad. I'm like, if it's not heinous, it's a good, but yeah. right? But I hear
2: him say, like, not not heinous yeah, later they, on? And they he don't. did say it twice. And in the first movie, the unnamed Bill movie, Bill and Ted movie, the, the, <laughs> the untitled Bill and Ted project, I'm pretty sure they said heinous <laughs> correctly.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, they use bogus right, but they use heinous wrong. This movie starts in the future uh, at the Bill and Ted college.
2: What a sexy future oh, this is. Look at
1: those clothes wow. they're wearing. All Matt. Right.
2: Yeah. Have you <laughs> okay? Have
1: you ever seen such a L two hundred rific
2: wardrobe? Thank you. That was exactly what I was gonna say. For those of you who are not fucking either huge cosplayers or people from the effects world, L two hundred is like a thin, sculptable, moldable foam that you could. A lot of cosplayers use it to make their different costumes and stuff. And it can look really, really good. Um, I mean, it could look amazing. It could look just like any fucking thing, depending on how you sculpt it, how you heat it, how you paint it, or it could look like what it did in this movie, which is L200 <laughs> foam. Um, it's on yeah. boots. It's on capes. It's on wardrobe. It's on guns. It's fucking everywhere. It's like a mattress, like a mattress blowout, and they just made all these fucking costumes out of that shit.
4: Uh- um, how, I was watching all that cause I, I'm not a cosplayer or special effects person. Um, how flammable is that material? Cause that's all I kept thinking it was melts like,
1: real good. It melts, <laughs> like, the, if, this, if
4: this like, if this school caught on fire, like everybody be gone, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. This movie has quite a budget on it. I will have to say this movie got a shit big budget because there's moments where you're like, why did you need that? Like there's all these students yeah, inside the college. They're nuts. Yeah. It's it's a crazy future set. They're in like music class and they all put on what looks like 3D glasses or
4: yeah, no, racquetball
1: goggles. Right. Right. Yeah. Why did you spend the time to make that prop? Why did you need it for everybody just to shield their eyes for when the phone booth appears out of nowhere in the middle of the
2: floor?
4: Uh, I'm sorry, Aaron. I value authenticity. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's true. And I like that they like some of that shit does look cool and futuristic. But, like, the wardrobe of the people, all the people Uh, in the future look like... Those shoes. You know what they look like? They look like the fucking people who handed out the churros in Tomorrowland in, like, 1980. That's what (laughs) they look like. Or background... I was thinking background dancers at um, MGM's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles exhibit at, like, the
0: 90s. (laughs) That's what these
3: people look like. Go, Ninja, go, Ninja, go. It was like... They were in, like, a double bubble, like, commercial for, like, in the 90s. You know, it's like...
1: Room. yeah or, or like what <laughs> was a bass slide for you
3: what what were those uh like the the weird pogo stick thing but was just a ball with a platform oh, that you jumped on oh
2: yeah 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 it yeah it was just
3: so <sighs> 90s and like so, skip it it's a skip it yeah commercial. like a
2: skip it commercial
4: oh yeah
2: yeah oh that's my, god. Oh, was my god utopian future although the trench yeah. coats were not in this one there is i don't know if these are better no. or worse but
1: I think yeah, I, I mean, this at least that. was really colorful, and I appreciated well, that.
2: Yeah. Brought
3: to you by Nerf.
4: This future might be after the whole, like, be excellent to each other yeah. party on moment yeah. from the first oh, movie, so the maybe they did evolve a little more. Yeah. yeah. Well, they just, they've just just grown it. They've just uh, evolved. This is yeah. what
3: being excellent to each yeah. other looks like. And so yes. Rufus
1: is teaching a music class to these students.
4: And also the school is the Faith No More spiritual, and theological center. Yeah, this yes. movie loves
2: Faith No More. And it's got the a picture of the most pregnant-looking Ted. Not picture, like a sculpture. Of the most <laughs> yeah, pregnant-looking Ted amazing. with an okay bill standing on top of a phone booth.
1: Yeah, they're puffy as hell on that statue.
4: Oh, God, I didn't even think. I just was just like, oh, it's I'm so pretty sure mean, the woman yeah, who fucked up good.
2: that painting of Jesus is the one who did the sculpture of those two guys. <laughs> She's like,
1: I was cleaning it? And they were like, no, what did you do?
3: Rufus is like, oh, and next week I'll have Ben and Aretha Franklin. And yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, okay, are we just going through alphabetically or what? Yeah, which is
4: also like would be a, I would, I would watch that history lesson. I would
2: totally watch, absolutely. Yeah, but right? the history of everything, senior year, just one fucking class. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So these students are learning, you know, learning music history. Um, who do they get? They get Bach, I believe. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. They get. The guitarist from Faith No More, because this movie Which was,
3: I have but, no idea what that band okay, is. So also,
4: Faith No More, now that we're saying that, and you're saying it's a band, I didn't realize that. I thought it was a joke. I don't okay, know what Faith No More is. So so we don't whole, know what Faith No More is. The whole thing was, like, we were going back to the Faith No More spiritual center or whatever. Spiritual is not a word. I did not know, and neither did Kevin, right? Yeah. What Faith No More was. I I thought that the Faith No More spiritual and theological center was a joke as if like, get it we then don't have faith. faith or we don't need faith, but we still have a spiritual like or spiritual and theological center. I thought that was a joke and I was really happy about it. Now I'm kinda like, oh, there's a name after some band, I don't but know. Don't you think <laughs> but it was
2: a band and I think that the production picked that name for the joke that you're discussing.
4: Okay, so it's still a legit joke thing? I didn't write it, guess, but I'm yeah.
2: thinking. Like it wasn't called the Led okay. Zeppelin, faith, you know, spiritual center. I think right. they that's took true, that's a faith-based name.
4: Okay, I do like that. Still, then I'm back on board.
2: Back on board.
4: Whew. But we didn't know who that guy was because oh, you were listening the that whatever that guy was. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the guitarist from Faith No More shows up with Bach and some other dudes. And were
4: they were they big at the time or something? I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I guess
3: are. I don't
1: know. I don't know yeah, because don't I didn't either, see <laughs> this in the time that it was made. So at the time, I was probably still listening. to- You were like six years old. Yeah, well, no. What what year did this uh, come 91? out? 91. When did this come 91? out? 91.
3: You were like 7 or 8. Yeah, okay. So mm-hmm. there we go. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: Um but still it was like uh, yeah, I was listening to like Rolling Stones and the Beatles.
4: Yeah. I mean,
3: yeah. <laughs> Rafi more like it, yeah.
0: you
2: little oh, bitch. Oh, I love Rafi. <laughs> 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 you little Baby bitch. Baby
3: Beluga.
2: Just Aww. so we know, Anywho. how old is Kevin and how old is Rumi? I'm 5 years
3: younger than Aaron. So I'm 29. And I'm 34. So I so at 91 is when this came out. Yeah, yeah. So I would have been two. Yeah, oh, I'm
4: 30. I was three.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh God, you youngins. Yeah, I don't remember this movie existing Wait, until mate, much did you much, just much say later. You were 20.
4: No, no, that's creepy. I'm 30. <laughs> Not creepy because 20 yeah, creepy, creepy, but it'd be creepy if I was 20 doing this with all you guys drinking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hanging
2: out. <laughs> yeah, my brother has this underage bride, and we're just playing her with beer. Nice. <laughs>
3: Speaking of Led Zeppelin.
4: Uh, it's cool. We've been together for like 13 years. I was seven.
2: <laughs> it's not that bad. Rumi, remember when I asked your no. mom to prom? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Rumi. Shut up, Missy. <laughs>
1: I mean, Mom. I mean, Mom. Sorry, Mom. I mean, Mom. So, yeah, they, they have Faith No More. They have these guys. Uh, They're learning music when all of a sudden these like these bad guys show up. and Terrorists. Terrorists. But... Here's the thing. Are they terrorists or are they just a rebel group trying to claim the true future? They're basically the the, the Matrix guys. Imagine this. Hold on. Because in the last movie, they had this weird time loop that was created because Bill and Ted that created a utopia, Mm -hmm. just like in the Matrix where it's a utopia, but you're trapped in a human battery factory. What if Uh, these terrorists just like, we want the real history, not the Bill and Ted stupid ass version of that?
3: I could see that.
2: Here's my problem but with no that. Dicks, but they're dicks.
3: Yeah, they're dicks.
2: They're, dicks, they're not though. excellent
1: to each other. Well, they're yeah, not they're not the original
2: X-Men fought a group called the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. That was their self-chosen name. That's not the name okay. the press gave them. They call themselves that. The robot Bill and Ted that these terrorists used is called Evil Bill and Evil Ted. So it doesn't matter okay, what so you think their their ideologies they're were. They're evil.
4: Mm-hmm. They know they're evil. Right, because well, it's on their they're fucking business cards. Yeah. Yeah, <gasps> that's a oh, good oh, Thank you, man.
3: If you're you, going to design a robot, do you need to design it to be stupid?
4: No, because they had to pass because they were going to kill Bill and Ted and then live out Bill and Ted's lives. Right, but you can make a smart
2: robot do that. But you don't wouldn't. have to make the robots dumb. But then they wouldn't know. It, they would know that it wasn't Bill and Ted.
4: Mm. or that robot would get too smart and be like why do I want to kill Bill and Ted they seem like really excellent to each other dudes and I don't want to do that
2: <laughs>
3: that's what that one plea to saying they loved them was for Aww. but it didn't, work. <laughs> it didn't and how, work how was
2: that responded to
1: with a slur. <laughs> yeah. Cringeworthy 90s acceptable lingo. I
2: actually watched that twice because I was like, they didn't just say the F word in terms of that. And then I rewound it like they did.
1: Yeah. I love how they reveal that the robot. So that's like one of my favorite. Oh my God. Like, what a great Did not gag. see that
4: coming. That was cool. Like, like They ugh. grab their cheeks and start
1: pulling their cheeks out and then it cuts to a prosthetic robot and they pull like a silicone head back to reveal like a clear... Robot head with eyes, and yeah, teeth. like a, like really? a clear a endoskeleton
2: that comes out of the mouth of the silicone skin. Yeah, it pretty cool. yeah. It, yeah, it's a yeah.
4: fantastic yeah. Cool.
1: effect.
2: Yeah,
3: those are those are good practical effects for I, that. I thought part. Th- and I
4: thought even the stretching looked really like the the cut between like the two of them actually doing that with their mouths and then the cut to them pulling that back was so yeah real. Like it, like it was so good. This yeah. movie you know? has
2: great practical effects all around because it's got Martians in it too that are full body. It's two little people or children full body suits and then later on a full long, like a tall person full size suits and L200 um, wardrobe pieces aside, it still is really, really fucking cool. It's yeah. a lot of really for cool the, stuff. For the
1: most part, the practical effects in this movie are really cool. Yeah. The set design is really cool. The art direction, everything that's going on, mm-hmm. like it's a really different vibe than the first movie. Yeah. yeah.
4: Also, I don't know if this is matters at all in the scheme of everything, but- the main bad guy. I loved the underlighting on his like his weird his, like, collar, yeah. collar his thing. Cape, yeah, I just I don't know. I thought that was such like a cool touch, especially for a bad guy. Like I don't know. I just love yeah, that
3: underlighting. Good call. Yeah. So the robots
4: good. are badass. The costumes
1: are meh, but like they set it up so mm-hmm. they hijack the phone booth. Evil Bill and Ted robots get in the phone booth and they go through time. Rufus, still played by George Carlin, mm. throws a, an axe guitar. Into the top of the phone booth and Baller. gets sucked into the time portal with them and disappears for ninety percent of the movie,
3: or he? does he? <gasps> oh,
4: Ooh. I did or, think I'd see him faster.
1: Um, so they go through time and now we are joined. We join back up with normal human Bill and Ted and they and the princess medieval babes are in Wild Stallions and they still suck at being a band.
4: They still suck, which was, even though their pledge at the end of the last movie was to actually become good musicians. And or get Eddie
1: Van Halen to join the
4: band. Yes, which they didn't do either of those <laughs> yeah. things. And
3: and the Babes are like decent musicians. Yeah, the Babes yeah. were good. They are yeah. good They've actually learned
2: keyboarding. They like yeah. make a point of saying that too. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah.
4: Which I did, I thought that
1: was cool too. We get a cameo from Pam Greer.
2: Oh my God. Jackie Brown herself.
1: Right? Pam
3: fucking Greer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mm. yes Mm. what a treasure yes
1: um and she is like the manager of the battle of the bands that the wild stallions are trying to join and she basically is like you guys suck but i need one more band so you guys are in Mm -hmm. right and those are the stakes yes those are the stakes and if you win yeah if you win you get some money and at some random party uh we find out that oh
4: no it's the babes um 521st birthday party
1: Oh, my God. That's I did not the catch party that. There.
4: That is a birthday party for the babes.
1: Oh. I did not understand those shots of birthday cards that said that.
4: No, it's the birthday party for the babes wow. being hosted at Ted's dad's house.
2: Yeah,
3: with Missy as a co-host. And just so <laughs> you guys listening
2: at home know, I'm watching these three people on Skype, and they all have <laughs> papers in their laps. Like They all have notes and shit. Like It looks yes. like Meg's got a book. It looks like Kevin is a more... Free flowing list of ideas, and Rumi has a like an iPad.
1: Yep, just like you when you watch The Room,
2: Rumi.
4: College ruled <laughs>
2: notebook. These are college ruled notebooks. Dude, I have my notes on my space age beep, boop, boop, boop phone. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Because I didn't oh, feel like getting yeah. paper last night.
1: Yeah, we took notes on this, man. I mean, it's a confusing movie. This movie has mm-hmm. a lot going on. And also, on.
4: we're yeah. pretty dedicated, Matt. I don't, I mean, I we have we're notes. Look, like, time... I just
2: wrote it on a phone.
4: Oh, okay. Okay, because we're first time casters, but like long-time listeners here we just want to be prepared for you guys i wrote
2: pam greer in big letters with a question mark and an exclamation mark Nice. i wrote first shot of evil wgf looks like bang (laughs) (laughs) i'll explain so
1: it it sets up the stakes they uh they need the money to pay back their dads um and he goes well if you don't pay me back you can still go to military school and we meet creepy colonel Oates. Who's like, yeah, we can always get Wait. you, bro. Oh, yeah, okay, no. no. Okay. Yeah, and he, he's really creepy. Is that Billy creepy. Bob
4: Thornton? That's, no. I'm pretty sure that's Billy Bob Thornton. I
2: don't no. think so. I, he looks like him. It is not Billy Bob Thornton, but- He's way beefier. No. He's
4: yeah.
2: he's menacing the boys, and he immediately made me think again about me and Rumi in that situation, because he goes, what are you guys, <laughs> silky boys? You look like silky yes. boys silky,
0: silky boy. boy
2: silk comes from the butts of Chinese worms <laughs> I was like, those are the best lines of that fucking movie yeah, oh I wrote a lot of lines because that, that's awesome because you could say that a lot of times I hang out with children and I was like what I love to get shit that you could say to children that sounds like you shouldn't say it but it's still fine and like silk comes out of the butts of ch- uh, Chinese spider uh, Chinese worms is something that you could clearly say to a child shouldn't yeah, yeah but you're a could. silky boy
4: no, I took that back to work and I was like, you guys are all silky boys <laughs> and no one knew what I meant by it. But everyone was like, ha 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 Did you know where the came
2: from? Because that's the second part of the insult.
4: Oh no, I just like calling people silky uh, yeah. boys.
2: Because in hell, he also
3: brings it back and calls them silky boys again. Right,
4: Silky boys, yeah. yeah. So, so... They, joint
1: proposal time joint proposal time oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my god i like this moment because th- they take the 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 babes out into like this patio area on Lawn furniture and they both are like give me a second bill okay give me a second they're both Ted.
3: wasted on pepsi and miller like yeah
1: and they <laughs> and they they separate to talk to their girlfriends s- separately but they're delivering the same speech just opposite like opposite words like he's talking about land animals like you make me feel like a flying eagle, but then Ted's talking about sea animals. Yeah, like, you, you make like me feel like a blue whale. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's But in unison, you can just hear what mm, they're saying. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like they wrote it together just with different animals in it and stuff
3: like that. It's brilliant. The whole scene's brilliant. <laughs> because
4: they love each other. They love they each other. They are not going to marry two women if they cannot have those two women yeah. be part of both their lives. Right. Oh,
3: they love
1: it. And, and what do they put on their fingers, Rumi? They're little crackerjack rings. Yep.
3: <laughs> Adorable. I'm on board. Endearing. Hashtag endearing.
1: Aww. But then they head back to their shared apartment that they can barely afford alone, just Bill and Ted, because the, the babes go somewhere else. Where do the babes live? We don't know. Uh,
4: I imagine... They don't live in sin. No, in my mind, though, which they also very much called out they don't live in sin. Yeah, they say it, and most
1: chaste are girls. Most chaste. Most
4: chaste and virtuous or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, I imagine, and we don't see it, I just imagine that the girls, the babes live in a bizarro exact type apartment that they do. They share a room with twin beds, they have like a nice little couch in front of a TV, but it's much cleaner and much like, prettier. as probably doilies and stuff. That's where they live. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how they can afford it or anything. Because What I'm, jobs I, do they have? I guess they could. I mean, they have cute British accents.
2: Blockbuster probably, right? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah. that Circle store, Is their apartment decorated like a 512-year-old style? Or is it like contemporary? <laughs> it has like tapestries on the yeah. wall.
4: Oh, my God. It's
2: like lit by I torches
4: got and that. shit.
3: Tapestries and animal pelts.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't
3: know. That's hysterical.
1: So yeah, they, they go home to their separate place and who shows up but the evil robots. But they don't know they're evil robots. They think, just like in the first movie, it is future versions
3: of them. Right. But so then the two Somewhere in there is the robot, full on robot chubby line. Wait, though. no, no, that's, yes. yeah, that's right. When it's at the end the of this scene. Because the they walk
2: in and they're like, Yeah, uh, we gotta go save your girlfriend, or go help you save your, your bullshit with your girlfriends. Oh, because the robots Call Bill and Ted. The second the girls leave, they call as yeah. the Wolfies just find Terminator trick where they're like, oh, right. I have oh, girlfriend's yeah. voice and I want to break up with you. And they hang up and then evil Bill and Ted come in and say, we're going to help save your relationships.
4: That's right. Yeah. And, that's but right. They, that's right. They have a picture of the girls, of the babes. Right. As and they're, they're leaving.
2: Like, and then Ted- and That's when
4: they're like, well- Got a full robot chubby or whatever, right? Yeah, full on
3: robot chubby, <laughs> awesome. Which is the name of my band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
2: got a full on robot chubby, which is so, I mean,
4: and then and so then after they you know propose like, hey, we're going to help you guys with your with your problem with your girl problem, <laughs> like then then real Bill and Ted or I guess good Bill and Ted, I think Ted's like, hey, can we have a minute? And they go talk in private, which is just the other side of the room yeah. because of course, um, but like. I think Ted, Ted's the one who's like, I have a bad feeling about this. Mm-hmm. He says that and he keeps saying it throughout the movie. But that also made me think like, this is, makes this a, a touchstone to so many other films in the world of like, I have a bad feeling about that, about this. How is, how much is that like the crux of like so many movies?
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's
4: like just that one guy who's like, I have a bad feeling about this.
1: The crux of so many Han Solo thoughts.
4: Right. That's I, I, I immediately <laughs> went like Han Solo. I was like, huh. And then they still, of course, completely ignored it. Well, because Chewbacca but, yeah. then
2: didn't say to Han Solo, yeah, but the last time we met our future selves, we went on this crazy adventure, like uh, Bill says, yeah, but last time we talked to ourselves, if we had not done what we had said, we wouldn't have went on this crazy adventure through time and married the babes and gotten, a, a, a you know, aced our history project to which Ted is yeah. like, touche. And then like, all right, let's go on this adventure.
1: And, and they totally fuck up this great opportunity. This is one of the missed opportunities where he goes, okay, uh, I need to test you to see if you know us. How many fingers am I holding up? And he goes, three. And he pulls it out and they're like, whoa, three. And it's like the first joke, the 69 joke, what number? Like They could have done something hysterical for that, yeah, but they yeah. didn't. Yeah. That, that was a missed opportunity. They crossed
2: out their apartment and their apartment number and wrote 69 on it. Though I don't know if you noticed that on the door. <gasps> oh, I did not no. catch that. Oh, that's did amazing. not notice and spray that. The door is spray painted wild stallions and they crossed out their apartment number and wrote 69 next to it.
4: I bet the mailman's pissed. <laughs> 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 that mailman's like, what
2: they're the They're <laughs> not getting their deposit back. I can tell you
3: that much yeah, right now. Yeah, their
1: place is trashed. Um, so they leave together and good Bill and Ted go, we are about to embark on a most... Excellent adventure. Uh, it's not an excellent adventure. In
3: they fact, get thrown in the back of a van. They
1: get thrown in the back of their Wild Stallion uh, pedophile van.
3: Yeah, and they get very much ridiculed.
1: Oh, yeah. They suddenly start realizing what dicks Big the time. evil Bill and Ted are.
4: Yeah, and they're really mean. And also, okay, now that we've got... And I, I just had to bring this up because I can't, I couldn't stop thinking about it. Keanu Reeves went from... Boy to man in between these two movies. He was very sexy. He had a chiseled jaw all of a sudden. Like yeah. so like I'm sitting there and I, I had a hard time like looking at even Bill. Like I just was like, I'm all about Ted at it's this all about point. Ted action. <laughs> all about that Ted. And like Ted. and every time when they had a shot when you could see their like body doubles strategically trying to like cover behind them, you could see that like the Ted one was definitely trying to cover his face with hair. Because there's no way he was gonna match that just just gorgeous Keanu face.
1: I think this movie is brilliant about how they put all four of these characters into the movie at the same time. Yeah. It's a lot of split screens, but it's smart split screens. Yeah. It's split screens that make you do math. There's a moment where I'm like, wait, how are all four of these guys? And then you realize, like, so they, they we'll get to it. They march <laughs> them up to the Red Rocks Canyon, mm-hmm. but they march them up. It's earlier in the movie. They're watching Star Trek. and well,
3: They're bummed.
1: Yeah. And captain kirk is walking up this like famous rock in the california yeah. desert yeah. and that's where they get marched up to yeah which is hysterical so they march them up to the top of this rock and they're holding them over and they're like now we're gonna throw you off and totally kill you bros and it's a funny thing but <laughs> in this moment they have all four of them on screen at once and it's all them and i had a moment where i was like how did they do this and i like realized it's just a split screen, and they just swapped who was holding who. So Bill's holding Ted on one side, mm-hmm. and then Ted's yeah, holding exactly. Bill on the yeah. other. Yeah,
4: because at one point I was like, why aren't they holding each other? I was like, oh, right. right. This is much easier. This is much easier, yeah. but it's
1: brilliant, because yeah. it, yeah. it totally works.
4: Yeah. yeah, That's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. And yeah, anyway.
1: mm-hmm. then they get thrown off the ledge, and they fall to their deaths.
3: <laughs> after calling them...
1: Yeah, the, after using that
3: <laughs> most heinous language.
2: <laughs> most non- it was not heinous.
4: not... Whatever it was, definitely heinous. it was
2: heinous. Yeah, not excellent.
1: Um, not excellent. Yeah, this movie is definitely a product of its time. Um, and I most I, outrageous. I am gonna. I, I'm not gonna lie. It, it did make me laugh, but in a cringy sort of way. Right.
0: <laughs> right.
3: But they're the evil ones. Of course, yeah. they'd say that. Okay. That's so so they a good point. Yeah. They're the evil ones. Well, and and how appropriate for the good ones right before they die to tell their killers that they love them. Yeah. That's exactly like Jesus.
1: Oh, you're right. These guys are so Christ-like. They,
3: they turned the other cheek right
2: before being murdered. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm. Like,
1: wow. Mm. <sighs> Bill and
2: Ted, dust in the wind. Kansas <laughs> said that. <laughs> I was going to say, don't say turn the other cheek in front of the homophobic robots. <laughs> oh! <laughs> 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 and splat,
3: they're dead on the rocks.
1: They're dead on the rocks, and Evil Bill and Ted hawk loogies on them.
4: <laughs> which, which, that, like, that is like one of my things. Like, I cannot handle spit. I had to look away. I, I couldn't watch them because they were both really trying to, you could tell they were both really trying to conjure and up something. And then in the same shot, they it trips out. They don't just, uh, it like drips. I was like, <laughs> Yeah, it's because because it, it, was it wasn't gross. a true like loogie. It was just spit they were collecting in their mouths, which is also no, mucus just mucus was involved. Absolutely disgusting. Mucus. Like,
2: did we get that on the mic? Thank, mucus. Yeah, thank
4: you, Kevin. Mucus. Um.
2: <laughs> At least we don't. When we get to the bottom, though, it does start to pan down, and I'm like, Are they going to show their splattered fucking bodies all over the floor? Right. They're just laying quietly on their backs. No spit. I was on really. Yeah. I was disappointed there was no blood. Agreed. But I, <laughs> well, I guess I didn't expect it, there to be blood. I hope there would be, but I didn't expect I, it.
4: I just expected them to like have landed in some thicket or something. I didn't think they actually <laughs> were going to be the dead kind of thing. Kind <laughs> of. So, I just was like, there's no way they're actually going to kill these guys. Oh,
2: no. They're, then, yeah, they're, they're dead. dead. And here's, here's the, the, the most weird thing. And Rumi, tell me if you felt this. I mean, everybody tell me if you felt this way, too. But I, I, I don't know if I'm overthinking it. It pans down to them, and they're dead, and it cuts close, and it's a a close-up shot, a two-shot of the two of them with their eyes closed. Then both of them snap their eyes open, and then it cuts to a wider shot of them getting up into frame. But the wider shot is kind of gray-toned out, and the two guys have uh, well, Bill has grayish hair. They both have on grayish dead makeup, and they're all wearing colorless clothes. Yeah. So now they're in like, that's the dead Bill and Ted and they look around and the, the landscape seems kind of grayish. But when we saw them open their eyes laying on the floor, they were color when they opened their eyes.
4: Mm. Right. What the and fuck was that? Dude, black and I'm white. telling
2: you, I rewound it twice and I like thought about it for the next 20 minutes when I was watching.
4: Where the was the script supervisor?
2: Yeah. Garbage. you think that uh, was a mistake fuck. or you think they were like <laughs> saying something?
4: Um,
1: probably just an wait, editorial
4: mistake or coverage mistake. What do you think they be saying by that?
2: Party on. I don't know. Some stupid bullshit stoner <laughs> shit. I don't know this culture.
4: Well, it could be that whole, like, shock, I guess, if we're going to try and legitimize it of am I dead or am I not? Oops, oh, wait, yeah, I figured you are. it out.
2: Jumping ahead of all the dead bullshit, they end up becoming alive again. And when they come alive again, they do the same thing. They open their eyes and get up. Maybe all of the dead bullshit happened in that split second. So them opening their oh. eyes was them becoming back to life. Done. All right. I can, I, now I can enjoy okay. this movie. Boom. Bailed right. it. We're dead.
1: They killed off the main characters in the first 10 minutes of the movie. Shocking.
3: Immediately, you know this is a different film. Completely different. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Completely different. This
1: movie, like, the first one was about time travel and and historical figures. This one, they are now ghosts. Yeah. And not only ghosts, but Igmar Bergman's death from the seventh seal shows up. There's, like, a film nerd, like, reference there for you. And he shows up, and they're like, whoa, death. And they run away from him.
3: Well, can we talk about... The death voices?
1: Yeah, go ahead.
3: So, it's got that weird, like, as soon as they start talking, it does a... (laughs) It's the
1: backwards sort of underlying talk.
3: Yeah, yeah. So, where did that first start? Do we know what movies first had that death voice?
1: I don't know. I know how it's done. They basically put an echo, like, they build an echo on it, but it's the echoes reversed.
3: Okay. Because, like, that's like a trope now. Now, Yeah, yeah. but, like, it's just...
2: Did it's it start just so, with them? Who is knows? That what you're I think it was this know. movie. It was this movie. It couldn't have.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think this movie is such a tropey filled movie. Right, On right. purpose. They like, they're have, doing it on
0: purpose. Yeah. They had um, to have
3: done that on purpose. But, anyway, it's great. And I immediately knew they were dead. And I immediately was like, this is amazing. Yeah, I, I, I loved death? it.
4: Yeah. I loved knowing they were dead immediately.
3: Then boom, there he was. With the color. Oh, uh, yeah. And, yeah the voice. and death's
1: really creepy. So... For those of you who aren't super film nerds, The Seventh Seal by Igmar Bergman, it that's what death looks like. He's full black, full white face. Yeah, I know. I'm totally film wanking right now. Kevin's <laughs> Kevin's doing the universal sign for um slot machine.
3: It's oh. masturbation.
2: It's oh, wanking masturbation. off. Oh, wanking off. <laughs> i a wanker. Kevin should be doing the universal sign for I also call it a theater and should not be making fun of you. <laughs> uh-
4: Thank you, thank you. Yeah, Meg and I should be jerking
2: off towards the both of you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. So anyway,
1: Death shows up. He's a big film reference. Anyway, they run away. And it's William
2: Sadler.
3: Yeah, William Sadler. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, the fucking bad guy from Die Hard 2.
4: Woo. Also, he is delightful in this whole movie. Oh, Fantastic! Yeah, I'm so great glad character. he hangs around. I didn't think he was going to stick with it, and I, yeah. I, I, I didn't know. I loved that.
2: I liked it too. He's great. Mm, it's die Hard too.
1: They run off, and and Matt, what? Where do they go first? They, they, they. What do they have to do?
2: Yeah, they try to escape from him. Yeah. Right. Bill and Dead try to like run. Melvin. Oh, they trick him. They knock him over. They Melvin him. They Melvin oh, no, they him They Melvin him and then this run away. This is where away. Melvin's happen. Low key sexual assault. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Ah, <laughs> oh, but it was the 90s. And like, I remember
4: like. <laughs> I remember wedgies being a thing, but, like, I never knew why wedgies bothered people, because, like, Did
2: you ever get they don't tuck balls? my balls
4: into my, like, my butt. <laughs> like, yeah, like, so I just remember being like, why are people so upset? I mean, it's not comfortable, but I was like, I don't know why they were the worst thing. Because right.
1: later they turned that into women's underwear fashion. Yeah, I
4: was like, <laughs> yeah. so you like, uh
2: They run away, right? And then, uh, yeah, yeah. eventually death catches up with them, and he, they're like, listen, we don't want to die. We, we were wrong and killed. And he's like, well, you, you have to beat me in a challenge or you have to beat me. And He uh,
1: yeah. he, he gives them that offer and they're like, okay, but they still run away. They, they run that, back to their apartment.
4: Yes. And they yes. encounter
1: <gasps> evil Bill and Ted being
2: really yes. assholes. Oh, oh, yeah. They would be yeah. so terrible. They walk in and you hear the girls making struggling noises and yeah. it cuts to pieces flailing and I was like, wait, what? Like you wouldn't show their splattered bodies but now we're seeing yeah, and then it like cuts to a, a wide, and it's just kind of like horseplay. <laughs> like everyone's fully yeah.
1: Clothed. They try to play it off like it's just goofy. Yeah.
4: That scene could have been way worse. But those that was what I was kind of like, wow. Bill and Ted's bogus journey is having these 152 like, no, year old women or 151 year old women, whatever, five hundred and twelve year old. No, five hundred whatever, five hundred and some change. <laughs> um, be like, hey, no this is creepy and I hate you and I'm out of here. And they left and it was just like, and like they weren't able, because they're robots. They could have overpowered them. Right. Yeah. So that also is kind of creepy. Yeah, really
1: creepy. Yeah. But Ghost Bill and Ted are there to witness it and they're proud of their girlfriends for, yes, for, for yes. Pushing, kicking these guys off. So for remaining
3: I, most well, yeah, and, and the babes knew that Bill and Ted <laughs> respected Their most chasteness, (laughs) yeah, like because like Bill and Ted respected that they They respected that they knew that. Again,
1: tells me Bill and Ted, even though they're morons, they're good
3: dudes. Yeah, Yeah, they put a ring on it, and we're gonna wait. Yeah. Yeah, Good they respected
4: them. it, you know. Everyone to their own, but like P two they're respecting that.
3: Promise to keep. Promise to
4: keep.
1: Promise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, most promise rings don't come in a cracker jack box, though. Yeah. And and we get some cheesy '90s ghost effects that are like shitty digital effects. Oh, when they oh.
4: walk through them, when the when the babes walk through them. Yeah. I still thought that held up enough because I was okay with it. I just liked to see them like let's put some money right here.
3: That was that was
2: some Blade One level. Dude, CCI. that's exactly the reference I was going to make, Kevin. Exactly the <laughs> reference.
1: Uh, then they're like nobody can hear us, so we need to find someone who will listen to us. So they go to dad. his dad,
4: which also Ted's dad
1: who is a police officer. And
4: Ted's dad's never listened to them. No. I thought that was a weird bold move. But they want to go to the cops. I think okay. I think that's yeah, like yeah, yeah.
1: in their moron mind this works. And I love it because they walk in and they're having like the morning police meeting. And his dad's handing out orders and and assignments. And Ted goes, well, one of them goes, is this going to work, dude? And he goes, I don't know, dude. It worked in Exorcist 1 and 3. And I was like, oh!
2: They said that (laughs) before they walked in. Do you understand what that means? Yeah, well... Possession? But Exorcist 2 was, you know, different.
1: I only saw the first one. This is my favorite moment of this movie, I think.
2: They're having, like, I don't know, policeman homeroom. And there's, like, 30 cops in a room listening to to Ted's dad. And, um... The guy who tries to get uh total recall not to be total recalled and he shoots him in the head. Yes, them two are having like a morning meeting of police officers telling about police officer bullshit. Behind them there were two bulletin boards. Okay, one of them says in huge, like airplane the movie slash Batman nineteen sixty six the movie suspected gang leaders and there's about. 25 pieces of paper of all different sizes and conglomerations on there. That's the uh, on the one board. On the Good board directly work. next to it is Officers of the Month. And there are, tw- <laughs> there are 12 <laughs> pictures of different cops on that board. So <laughs> oh my God. both of those made me kind of want to hear what the rest of the meeting was going to be about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so... Ted jumps inside his dad's ear. It's
2: amazing that Ted just
3: instinctively knows how to possess someone.
1: He jumps inside his ear. It looks like a space jam effect when (laughs) Bugs Uh, Bunny goes inside uh, of... Oh, yeah,
4: when when, Bill Murray and and Michael Jordan go down the hole. Yeah, Uh, Yeah, that's mm, what it looks like. mm. Um, But then... This actor
1: does an incredible job of suddenly being possessed by yes. a moron I, Keanu
4: Reeves. I loved that. I yes. love it. It's amazing. Yes. I love their impressions. Like, it's
2: almost like Childish Gambino level of studying Lando Calrissian's mannerisms and shit like that yes. to get into the character. Like, this guy went back and watched Bill and Ted, the unnamed project, four or five times so he can get Ted Theodore it. Logan's mannerisms. The, the best mannerisms.
3: part, when he does it, he does the guitar noise and it makes a fucking old dude guitar yes, sound. It, yeah. <laughs> it's true. like a classical guitar. Yes,
1: it's, it's genius. Like,
3: dee, 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 dee. Ding, ding 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 ding. It's so yeah. funny.
1: And then Bill jumps inside of uh, total recall not total recall guy's head and and he's not as good but it's still a funny bit. Um it's funny.
4: I I love that like you could just I just would have loved to have been around like set that day like watching those two guys even like Either dicking around on their own, pretending to be these guys, or like working with them, being like, "So, like, Bill or whatever, when you do this, like, you, I, I'm, I've been watching you carry yourself. What do you think about my impression? You know, like, mm. I just want, I, I just love that conversation. I, I, hope it happened. I don't know. I loved the whole thing.
1: It's, it's incredible, and they just do such a good job. But especially Ted's dad. That's
4: Ted's dad is great. Yeah, well he Ted's does a dad great is so job. uptight. Hal it's Landon so great.
1: Jr. That's the that's the actor's, the actor's name. name? Yeah.
4: Um, I I just love because he was so straight. He's yeah. so straight. And then like.
1: Suddenly when he gets into the. Woo-hoo. Yeah. He did such a
4: good job with that. and I loved it. And like, you know, that's going to go back to like, that's why he's. he's That's why Missy wants to be with him.
1: Yeah, that's true.
4: He's got so, it all. Speaking of Missy. <laughs>
1: good segue. So it doesn't work. So they bust out of those dudes bodies and they they have to figure out who will listen to them. So where do they go next? Uh, Matt, where do they go?
2: They go to a seance party being hosted or at least led by Missy with a bunch yeah, of other which is
1: like, new wave. Dudes. Which is like what?
3: She's
2: a powerful witch.
3: <laughs> she's a fucking powerful witch. Yeah.
2: As is shown in this next scene. It, that's just another pro in my book. Like she's hot. She seems hot without being too stupid. And she's a witch. I'm like, all right, that's like second date material.
4: I will I will say me I, think, up. I I appreciate you saying she's hot without being too stupid because it's also like she knows exactly what she's doing with the, all these like daddies, you know, yeah. like Missy is out for herself and just like, I'm going to marry these dudes, see what happens. Yeah. Make sure I'm hooked on and then do my own thing because they're all preoccupied with their dumb jobs. Drive around well, we in never a nice actually... car
2: with a, a, yeah. a vanity plate with my yeah. own name on it. They'll
4: die from a stress heart attack at 48 not yeah. to deal with them anymore.
1: Out of the first scene, we do not see Missy interact with Ted's dad. Yeah. Cause it
4: also was kind of creepy, but yeah
1: but she's holding a séance and <laughs> bill and ted in some super shitty 90s graphics computer graphics Blade um effects. yeah they start mm, freaking mm. out they start freaking out
2: her séance friends um
4: i love the everyone had to go around and like say something too right
2: yeah they wanted who what who who they wanted to conjure
4: yeah oh, god oh one my god one guy says
2: clark gable
4: yeah and he says like clark gable he, and Well, you're just he's like, obviously
3: into well, right yeah. but you're
4: just like Oh my god. Like
3: Missy said some like
2: baseball players. Uh, no, she Ty said Cob.
4: Ty Cobb. Cob. Missy Missy wants to meet Ty Cobb. And I was like, huh. All right, Missy. And she threw also I appreciated her more. Everyone
2: else went first She's like, and I call Ty Cobb.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which makes me I want to know what the in inside Cob. writer joke was. Like in the when the writers were writing this, why Ty Cobb? Is there a Ty Cobb joke that I don't understand?
2: You have to go back in time to understand it. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> you'd have to be there.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like, was he old and rich, or, like, what? What's the deal with Ty Cobb?
4: I so, mean, he's a famous baseball player, but uh, it's one of those things, like, my family grew up, like, loving baseball and everything, so I knew who Ty Cobb was, but I couldn't tell you, like, it's not like Lou Gehrig, not like Babe Ruth to me. Yeah. So it's one of those, it wasn't like...
1: It's not even Mickey Mantle. Like, like why Ty Cobb? Uh, I mean... Have a, did he have a big schvance or something? Like, what's He going probably
3: on? had a soft
4: spot for young women. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why Missy would want that, so that's kind of like, you know... All right, fans, yeah. go back in time and tell us why Ty Cobb's a funny joke. <laughs>
3: Basically they, everyone gets like all freaked out about this Bill and Ted ghost, these yeah. specters.
1: They freak the fuck out. And Missy grabs this like how to abolish demons, how to exercise demons yeah. and vanquishes them to hell.
3: Because she's a powerful witch.
1: What a powerful witch. <laughs> so so let's talk about
3: hell here. Let's talk about the mythos of Bill and Ted's hell. I it's amazing. It. it is awesome. It's right? incredible. It is well done. Yeah, it's really well done. So
1: hell for them is this, it's rocks on chains that are floating in space while a giant Satan slowly reels them into fire.
4: Which was like so cool looking. Yeah. Oh, it I thought great. that was great.
1: It's an incredible effect. Yeah, and yeah.
3: Satan was sweet and he was massive and they and they had to get his attention
4: but before
1: they get to hell, they do this great endless hole gag where they're falling. Oh, yeah, yeah, and I yeah. love that.
4: And they, yeah. then like, they're like, yeah. stop breathing, stop yelling. It's yeah. just that classic, like, uh, seriously, we're still doing this? Yeah. Uh.
1: Yeah. And it's just a falling endless hole. And then they land on this rock yeah. that is tied to Satan. Yeah. That was great. So they're they they they're trying to, like, bargain with Satan. I I don't quite remember the the gist, but it doesn't work.
4: Well, they they basically thought like, oh, we can just we can just reason with him, and they're like, yo, Satan, dude, we got these babes, we gotta get back to. Yeah. And Satan's like, ah oh, ah oh, ah, oh. and they're like, oh, cool, he's cool, he's gonna let us go. Then he opens the like rock or drops the trap them. Door. In yeah. the trapdoor, and that's where they go in this hallway, which it's I thought was so
2: cool. Awesome labyrinth. Wait, Meg, Meg, what does Satan say?
4: <laughs> like, ah, ah, ah.
2: Is that after he counted shit on Sesame Street?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. You got to it before I did.
2: The, uh, it, the devil it. in this in this sequence was actually voiced by Frank Welker, who also voices the Martians uh, station at the end. Frank Welker is well known for Megatron, Brain of Pinky and the Brain, a shit ton of characters <gasps> oh, on Futurama, including shit. Hitler. Oh, wow. Damn. Also fucking yeah. Megatron. And Satan sounds like Megatron. And Station oh, okay, sounds like yeah. Nibbler.
1: There's a great okay. line that he says, he goes, dude, if we die, you can have my mega death collection. <gasps> yeah. Dead. We are dead. Oh, well, then they're yours, bro. And he's like, oh. he's, like oh. he's
2: like, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. yeah. And the best is when he says that, he doesn't at all. Like, he's not sad. He's just like, that was the deal. I will oh, fulfill then my then end of the bargain, because, then because you're right.
4: Because... They're the best of friends. Like, this is a, such a beautiful friendship. I can't get over how much yeah. I love the Bill and Ted friendship. Like, yes. we should all be so lucky. I know, right? So, it's like you guys, right? So
3: let's talk about their nightmare hellscapes Dude, that they both go into. this labyrinth of doors,
1: and they keep going in and out of doors that takes them to horrible, endless hells.
3: Love it.
4: Just, like, whether they're, whether they're together or separate, <clears> it's so personal to each of them, and I I just think that's, like,
2: yes let's do I a, hope
4: that's what hell's like let's do
2: a quick yeah. go around Kevin which was the scariest for you I, I think to
3: me the old person is way scarier but that that Bill's rabbit grandma? costume yeah. was so so uh, creepy. Yeah, no. but it's creepier yeah. when it's running down the hall at them yeah. later. <laughs> but yeah. like the, the oh my god, the the close-ups on the disgusting like grandma.
1: Yeah, they go into three rooms. One is a military like military school, and they got the creepy yeah, colonel it's, yelling it's at them.
3: It's we together, silky boys again.
4: Boys again boys. Do push-ups forever.
1: They leave that hell. They go. They they split up. Uh, Ted goes to a big pink room. He finds an Easter basket. He starts eating from it, and the scariest it's Deacon's
4: basket, isn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. And it's the
1: scariest Easter bunny you've ever seen. Comes out and starts chasing him.
4: That that's one of those things. Like I love the movie The Shining, and to me, the scariest thing about it is that Dog like blowjob. weird, yes, that weird blowjob thing. <laughs> and, and I think it's because they're like furries or whatever, and, weird cosplay. Yeah, blowjob. Though, and so it's one of those things like that just triggered me. There, I was like, huh? I was like, yeah. Huh? yeah. I was like, I don't want to see anyone get a, blow, like a weird furry blowjob in this <laughs> yeah. movie. And I,
1: no, it's true, though, because that is the scariest thing.
4: There has to be a nod that to that, though, right? Like, in a way? Uh, right? I, I don't, don't know, know and who, man.
3: Again, That's what who I thought. made
2: this costume? Who I made this mask for this, this room? I'm,
1: I'm a little disappointed that we didn't do our research enough to know I who did all the effects. I looked it up on IMDb,
2: from? and it did say V-I-F-X, but I'm not familiar with what, it, what that is, and it didn't have any name, big names that I recognize. Hmm. Mm. Eh, let's just say it was Tom Savini it was Tom Savini right he probably
3: did it right
2: it's creepy though and it's not like I've seen a couple monster Easter bunnies or like monster bunnies it's not monstrous it looks it's not Donnie Darko except it's face is pretty good and it moves well and it's mad like not raging mad but angry furrowed browed mad and it is just enough to be a very creepy visual image
4: well, and the Easter Bunny is that classic. Like you always see those like sad Santa lap pictures of kids, but Ugh. I feel like like nine times out of ten, a kid's having a bad time with the Easter Bunny. Oh like, yeah, that's yeah. just creepy. Well, like, and,
1: and because Santa is a human being, the Easter <laughs> right. Bunny is always a creepy. At least
4: Santa
2: is the creepy, creep- appropriate size.
4: Right, right. Yeah. So just one of those things. Like it just like it. That one made so much sense to me. And like I just love like I love my grandparents. Like I love old people. So the old person one, I was like, oh no, old people are just misunderstood, and I love them. Like right, but yeah. like. But they that made it creepy, though. They made it creepy, but it still was like, I was like, oh, that's ageism or something. I don't know. I got all cheap at that one. But people, right,
2: right, you but don't but want to kiss misunderstandings like that, though, and that's what well, that and is she,
1: she's being creepy. Well, so so the one the one that Bill, Bill goes, goes into to, yeah. is he's at some family event, like his grandma's birthday, and they force him to kiss her in a creepy way. Like, you know, if he doesn't well, want to kiss grandma, he shouldn't it, yeah. have to. That's a very
3: common thing for, for young children to be terrified of old people. Because they smell like death. Yeah.
1: No, that's unfair. I'm just well, kidding. I'm and, just well, kidding. No, this. It's, just, it's, just, it's just scary
4: and different. It's like just it's scary and different. different. Dude, we just lost our right, fucking like over
2: seventy demographic because well, of that comment. Thanks, rooms.
3: William Sadler, A.K.A. Death, yeah,
4: saves mm. them
2: from this
3: hell. Saves them from hell.
4: Death saves them from hell.
1: And what he,
3: a cool bro! He,
1: yeah, he challenges <laughs> them to a totally game. Totally excellent. And. And in the uh Ingmar Bergman movie I'm going to bring up that nerd shit again. Oh there's my Kevin God. With, there's Kevin with that that rude He's hand gesture. Well, in that movie they play chess time. for his eternal soul. <laughs> in this movie No, they play
2: Battleship, baby. Battleship.
1: Battleship. But after they beat death in Battleship, what does he say? So then what do they play?
2: Uh Clue. Sorry? Clue is the second. No, Clue. Clue. Ah oh, Clue. Clue. Oh,
4: Clue. And then they play Twister.
2: Then Twister goes out of five. Then they say best out of seven and he goes, You yeah, damn right. Then they,
4: yeah. they they
3: cut to like uh was it that like Lost Temple game from like Nickelodeon?
4: Oh they do um uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple basically. Yeah, they do like trying to of assemble the... like a monkey or something, like a trying to assemble like a grail thing.
3: Yeah, they do like a Legends of the Hidden Temple one too. What? You invented that. Yeah. No, they do it it's Who a game called what? Twister. Is that what
2: you're talking about? Twister?
4: No no no, no, no,
3: no, no. After Twister. It's one of the... It's like... Because the, they do like a montage of like a bunch of other games they play. Because like
4: in Legend of the Temple, you had to get to the top of like the Kragmar or something, right? Or is yeah, that a different yeah, one? he put together the...
2: guts. Know your goddamn Nickelodeon guts? shows, Meg. Uh,
4: wow. Okay. Sorry, man. I wasn't old enough to cognizantly remember it.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> Touché. My hat is off to you, 20-year-old girl. Girl.
4: <laughs> Yes, I am 20. Yeah, I am 20. Hello, I am 20 woman. Um, I don't I remember I was born the in 98. Quagma.
2: What game the... would
1: you guys pick to beat death?
3: What's that? Uh, um,
4: Well, if it was a partner game, I'd pick Euchre. Um,
3: Magic the Gathering.
1: Oh, nerd. Matt, what would you pick? <laughs> what
2: game to beat death?
1: If Yeah, if you had to beat death in a game, what game would you pick to give yourself the advantage? It doesn't
2: matter because I win everything I do, even if it means cheating. So does it? Oh come on! Pick a game. What's what's your like? I'd say Ultimate Frisbee, but I'm too old for that now. I would say um, the original Mortal Kombat from Sega Genesis.
0: Ooh, Ew, that's, that's a good, good
1: one. I would pick Mancala. Like Ooh. the like yeah. Like is that the the little? It's like
2: you can play it in an egg carton game. Yeah, yeah, like,
4: yeah, You pick up the stones. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because <laughs> by the time the, the game the, was over, Death would be dead. Yeah. yeah,
4: Death's bored by the time you explain how to play it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> true, like, true. Stratego, where you're like, <laughs>
3: you're like, what? You, you mean, you mean to tell me you surrounded your spy and bombs and not your? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a fucking idiot. I was like, yeah, well, you lost. That's like a babysitting
2: <laughs> challenge where, like, you tell a kid, like, you're babysitting. You're like, okay, you could do one more thing before bed. And they pick the longest, boringest bullshit to just delay the night. That's what you do with death. Monopoly. That's a good I wanna point. I want to play Monopoly. Yeah.
4: Sure, let's play Monopoly. <laughs> for fuck, real.
2: six more hours. Death is like, never mind. Go back up there. But,
3: yeah, they win. They
4: win, and they... They get to go...
2: To CGI heaven. CGI to heaven.
4: heaven. And, and death goes with them, though. Death yeah. escorts them to heaven because he's being a good dude. He hangs out with them from well, here on out. Because he's fucking
3: lonely, and that's what we learned um, from that whole montage is right. he doesn't want to let them go because he's fucking lonely. <laughs> oh, Yeah, sad. he is
4: lonely. Well, and then I love the color palette of heaven. I love all these lavenders. Oh all lavenders God. and purple. I want a I screensaver
3: <laughs> of that first <coughs> picture of heaven. I uh, want a screensaver... Dude, that, just that weird... was a
2: screensaver. That's all it was. <laughs> exactly. That's why I wanted it. It, it did so look good. like a Microsoft um, graphic. And then
4: it never occurred to me what they would have to do to get in. Well,
1: so they mug people to get the clothes. Completely yes. unnecessarily. Uh, completely unnecessary. Why yeah. did they have to mug people? Why did they mug people?
4: I, I think they just, because they weren't wearing anything lavender, I think they felt like they had to fit in.
1: Well, the joke is they get death in a sundress.
4: Right, ultimately, at the end of the day, that was the joke. And then they get to uh,
1: the St. Peter character, played by Taj Mahal. How about that, guys? That's why t- they
3: said... T- right, me- we
4: totally missed that.
3: Yeah, we didn't realize that that was Taj Mahal. And then we saw the la- the end credits. As the end credits roll at the end of the movie, the, only- the first words that come up are Taj Mahal. Yeah. It doesn't say... Special guest featuring no, it just says Taj Mahal, and you're like, wait, why? I was like, Where? was there a song why? in there?
4: Like, nope. I didn't know. Who's yeah. Taj Mahal? Taj yeah. Mahal
1: just what's this? In, what? Who's Taj Mahal?
4: Get the get back in the phone booth. Go fuck. back to New York. Um, is that like Kevin a war up up kind of thing?
1: <laughs> 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 Taj Mahal is a really famous blues musician who Kevin and I grew up with hardcore. Meg, are you? Um,
4: yeah, actually, my mom is a huge Taj Mahal fan, and and I didn't appreciate it enough. And then when we started dating, and Kevin dropped like Taj Mahal. My mom was like, "Is <laughs>
2: this like, something that you had to live in a place that was boring to know?" No, uh, no, no. Oh, he, wow. He's
3: he's a he's part of the like after like the whole Buddy Guy. So he's like not as old as Buddy Guy, but he's like just a you know he's probably like ten years younger than Buddy Guy. He's
1: sixties generation blues Yeah, musician. yeah blues.
3: Like, like, this blue, the six. He,
1: he was Saint Peter. Saint Peter.
4: Checking them in at the gates of heaven. That's and he how asked heaven them, works. what is
1: the meaning of life? Because that's how you get into heaven. Right. Yeah. And I'm going to ask another question. They Their answer, what is their answer?
4: Their answer was song lyrics, and it was really shitty song. Oh, it's Poison. Every yeah. Rose Has a Thorn. Right.
1: Every Rose Has that, a Thorn. That
4: almost made me turn off the movie. Ooh. I was like, no, fuck that. Why didn't that's they the just fucking
3: say, be excellent to each I
4: other? Thought they were, I, I was hoping they were going to say, be excellent to each other and party on.
1: Matt, what would you say? What is the meaning of life? Just point at myself. Great, Meg. what Yeah, you-
4: <laughs> I'd point
1: to you too, Meg. What? What? What's Meg's your, what at me your meaning of life?
4: Yeah, I'm pointing. I'm pointing at, at Matt. I'm, I'm also just like I, be excellent to each other.
3: Ke- Kevin, I mean, like I fully expected them to say be excellent to each other. It was a
2: missed opportunity. Yeah, I I think really- that is the right thing. I would, it's probably what I would say in real life as well.
3: Be
4: excellent oh, to each other is the equivalent of of love thy neighbor as yourself. It's what the That's, entire
3: utopia is
2: built on. So why isn't that the meaning of fucking life? Wait, did you just say what the entire utopia was built on? When you said that heaven was like, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: They don't have the lavender palette that we got right, up in right. here.
3: I mean They also don't have big shoes in heaven I, so... I, would,
1: I would use a, a song lyric.
4: But like to me, like, okay, then if it was to me, then if it was a song lyric, it would be And in the end. The love you take is equal to the love you make.
1: Oh, that's good. Yeah. I, I like that.
4: Yeah, that makes sense. Not fucking every rose has a well, drugs, give hugs. Nice, oh.
1: nice. Uh, mine would be Ice Cube. Uh, Life ain't nothing but bitches and money. Take a little page from si- Jay and Silent Bob.
3: <laughs> yeah, there you
4: go. Taj Mahal, St. Peter, would let you in with that. Yeah, I think he would.
1: <laughs> so they let him into heaven, and they meet God. This movie... Introduces God.
4: I will say, I kind of thought they were gonna make God a woman for some reason. I thought it was gonna be a female voice. Hmm. I don't know why. I just, I was like, I could see them being like, that "Whoa, been, God's a babe!" Like, mm- I was ready for that line to happen. That would
3: have been like, well. totally yeah, that's a missed opportunity as well.
1: Totally outrageous. Yeah. I mean, for all the amazing gags and moments that this movie has, it does miss a lot of opportunities. Yeah. It's almost too packed. Yeah. But anyway, they tell God the situation, and they're like, "Can you help us build something to fight the evil robot us And he's like, "You got to find." Station, the greatest scientist of all time.
4: Yeah. Which which also he just goes station. Station. Like he doesn't God is not helpful. He which just says station at them.
1: Is a strange callback because in the beginning of the movie and through most of the movie, yes. evil Bill and Ted as a positive say station. Yeah,
2: it's their air guitar. Like they say it multiple yeah. times. Yeah.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Bill and Ted Three explains that a lot. Bill and Ted Three, uh the untitled Bill and Ted Project Two explains that a lot
1: <laughs> it doesn't exist yet that's why it's a joke
4: yeah I, okay <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm like wait they're in production with that right now which that is it also is. very that's exciting
2: four that comes after the one <laughs> that I just did. they're making it out of order in true time traveling fashion
4: i'm gonna See, come if the computer i was alone
1: i would be believing you right now i have the benefit of two people I thought
0: I thought
2: Meg go, looked like Eric. she was believing it for a quarter of a second <laughs> i was
4: i was like wait i know that I, everyone keeps saying it's produ- it's like Bill and Ted 3 is in production. I'm like, wait, did I miss something? Oh. This whole franchise is very new to me. Rumi, remember when I po- tried
2: to convince a girl that Iron Man was based on a true story and you believed it?
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: yes. <laughs> Tune, into our, Tune into our first to Comic-Con non-nerd. adventures
2: if you want to hear that story. That was fucking awesome.
1: That was funny. Yeah, it's it's the people who don't want to be there. We talked to Maria and she was hysterical. Oh, yeah. Maria oh, was a lot of fun. Yeah, oh, yeah. You guys know it, huh? Yeah, 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 I was yeah.
3: That episode. It's great. Classic. Yeah, as someone who goes to, like, Gen Con every year, I, I can definitely appreciate the plight of the person who doesn't want to fucking be there. And that's how I it's,
4: felt at Gen Con this year. Yeah. It was great for an hour, and I was like, I need to go.
3: Yeah. I took Meg for the first time this year to Gen Con, so she relates. So, yeah, let's talk about these weird fucking aliens. Yeah. Are these leftover Muppets from, like, or leftover creatures from some other movie? Why are these in this movie? And they're creepy as fuck. It makes no fuck. sense.
4: They, they, look, they, look, like they yes. look like walking We're scrotums. They look like walking scrotums. they are just butts scrotum.
3: that
2: go their whole back as a butt.
3: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. My theory was like, okay, so they just had these in a back room from a movie that got scrapped. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like. <laughs> had to Jim be Henson
4: made them and was like, oh, these are gonna be part of some blah blah blah, and everyone's like, no, Jim, no, this <laughs> this
0: movie. Because
2: <laughs> nobody's got time for like, Jim. They look Henson's like bullshit. <laughs>
3: They look like fucking scrotums, Jim.
1: Guys, come on. Kermit the Frog can hang on. They're there. Like, no. Jim, these are scrotes. You <laughs> can't hang with the scrotes, Jim. Oh, my God. So they find the fucking scrope scientists who are doing, scientists. doing charades for, like, Ben Franklin and all these famous Einstein, Sun Tzu, or some sort
3: of what? Confucius, probably. Oh I don't my God. know. What yeah. does death say that? offends everyone
1: oh it's some shitty movie we didn't know smoky and the bandit three smoky is the bandit
2: no that's the one that wins that's not the one that offends everybody oh
1: yeah the the movie there's butch
2: cassidy and the sundance oh, 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 oh. the early years young butch and sundance the early years or whatever
4: but and is and that sundance. a real movie yeah something? it is okay but I,
2: it's,
1: uh, yeah. I think it's supposed to suck and
2: everybody was
4: like and then what? is is butch cassidy three a real thing too <laughs> I don't know you guys are you
2: inventing things I, now. yeah the third one is the one where they go back in time with a famous <laughs> bad mouth comedian and they use because they didn't have um, phone booths back in Butch Cassidy's day they use a uh-huh. horse they go inside a horse uh-huh. and a little uh-huh. antenna pops up they go back in time this
4: is back to the future <laughs> are you just back to the future in me <laughs> uh, yes, I'm Bill and Tedding you I don't know. I've gotten lost in all the time travel. Totally non heinous. Totally not heinous. Yeah. This is not heinous.
1: <laughs> he they, says Butch and Cassidy: the early years, or whatever, as as a <laughs> shitty sequel. So
3: they take they kidnap the scrotum buddies. <laughs>
1: they kidnap the scrotum butt. No, they ask him to come, and they're like, "Sure, whatever, fuck yeah. it."
4: Because they say you guys, we we've been told you are the most excellent scientists of all time. We need you to come help us build. Good robot versions of ourselves to fight bad robot versions of themselves. They lay it all out for them. Yeah, and they're
1: like down. Yeah, so they mm-hmm. travel back. Wait, before, I don't Wait, before how they, they get even
2: leave with them, they say, this is weird. They're too ugly fucking scrote butts. And I think it's death <laughs> says, oh, did you think the two greatest scientists in the entire universe would be human? And I would have Genius. said, yes, that's a good point. But every fucking person here is a human except the Scrope butts. There's not a single, <laughs> there's not even hu- like earthly life forms other than humanity in human.
3: baptized, inhuman. Matt. Matt, they weren't baptized. <laughs> it, just so happens, it just so happens that Station was baptized. I see. <laughs> because I they're see. so
4: Station smart. was launched from a planet and landed on Earth. And some farmers adopted him and baptized him.
2: Baptized. That's the only difference. <laughs> All right. That makes sense. All right. That, just this- like fucking figuring out that, that conundrum before about opening eyes when they're colored. I'm on board now. That saved the movie for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Continuity saved. Done. <laughs> Thanks, religion. So now they go, <laughs> Kevin. they go back to Earth and they're like, make these fucking robots. They go to a knockoff. Home Depot with two aliens. Though All all the thing is when they're walking into this place, this Home Depot-esque, you know, home improvement place, there are patrons of the store coming out who kind of furrow their brows at the two Martians because they refer to them as Martians, at the two Martians and death, but then continue to walk. Like, it doesn't really fuck them up. Same with everybody in the store. Nobody really is like...
4: In, like, Sin and Demas, you've seen it all. Yeah. yeah, You know, know, like, Whatever.
1: So they get a bunch of junk. They buy a bunch of hardware. I do p-
4: love the moment where um, the Reaper tries out a different kind of like sickle or something. Yeah, he
3: tries
1: out a different scythe. Eh. And he's like, eh. yeah, like Yeah, he's like eh. yeah.
3: He walks by a smoker and he's like, see you soon. See you
1: soon. Ooh, oh, yeah. Yeah. What would the joke be if he
2: was vaping?
0: <laughs> like Party you look on, like a run. tool. On,
2: <laughs> vape, vape line. Vape line. No douches go to heaven. <laughs>
1: Then they go, they put all the shit in the van, and they're about to get in the van. Station, I don't know what is the deal, but Station does this trick where they run into each other at full speed and transform into the most horrifying thing I've ever seen in my life. I
4: thought thought the two little baby stations were creepy scrotes enough. Yeah. And then this guy's nose alone, I was like, (laughs) I'm uncomfortable. Like, I don't know what's happening with this guy. What did they turn into? Describe it. If If you took, like, Grover... And stuffed his like nose wide and then made him brown and gave him really heavy eyebrows in like a dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like
1: if Alf like got really buff, like eight feet tall and buff as
2: fuck. Broided it out. Yeah. 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 It is and, <laughs> creepy and as and fuck. It's
1: it's it's the worst, right, Rumi? If
2: you watch you know, have you watched Dark Crystal?
3: Yes. Oh god. You mean was I scarred? Kira
2: is he, She grows up with all the pod people, the little pod people that live in the tree. If yeah. one of those pod people was caught in a um, gamma ray bomb explosion and turned into the incredible Hulk version of a pod person, it would be yeah, these things. It's horrifying. Like
4: I don't. I just. I just feel like. And like Kevin, you kind of said this too. Like I just feel like Jim Henson died in 1990, and then like everybody was like. Well, here's a warehouse of shit he didn't finish. Yeah. What do you want to pay what? for it? And what do you want to do with it? And it was just like, station. Uh,
0: like, we yeah. bits. So, since <clears> we're talking
1: <throat> about Dark Crystal and since we're talking about Jim Henson, I'm going to tell the joke that I was going to cut out <laughs> you earlier. Should. So, do you guys remember when they first announced the sequel to Dark Crystal and they were like, uh, and Brian Henson was like, well, it might be CGI. I want to explore all my options. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And now they're like, hey, guys, no, 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 don't worry, don't worry. It's all going to be practical. I'm like, what happened? Were you visited by the ghost of your dad did you wake up in the middle of the night and you heard, "woo"? and you looked at the end of the dead and a puppet of your dad appeared while the ghost of him was under your bed?
4: <laughs> holding the puppet? It's Henson and Henson. <laughs> he said, yeah!
1: And he was like, he was like, don't do CGI.
3: And he's well, like, didn't they do, they did like a graphic novel of it. And,
2: yes. Didn't they? I mean, they've done a bunch of graphic novels that are about his other properties, but there was another thing, an original graphic novel that I believe he wrote he wrote and was heavily like excited about that they didn't release until after he died because it was like partially finished. Yeah, yeah. I forgot what it was called. It's called some bullshit. R.I.P. Jim Hansen. Yeah.
4: Also, R.I.P. Jim Henson in the utmost respect because yeah. I love all that stuff. I'm just like whoa. Well, <sighs> yeah. Station. And like,
3: yeah. Station. <laughs> Station. Freaking us out.
4: They're in the van. <laughs>
3: they build these dope ass robots. Yeah. And Matt,
1: I love that you automatons. said automatons. I, I yes. I I love that you said they look like something from a Michael Jackson yeah, video because it's so look.
2: It so looked like some Captain EO shit, didn't it? No, Moon was it Moonwalker? Moonraker? The movie, the the feature-length Michael, length Michael Jackson movie where he turns into yeah. a robot at the end and then turns into a spaceship at the end?
3: You're what? talking about the, the
2: the video game? The video game was based on live action yeah, the was was a live-action movie starring Joe Pesci as the real evil too. bad guy. Are you guys fucking kidding yeah, me? movie. Pause on the I podcast know, I knew it was that a we're movie doing right now. It. We need to All talk about this All I ever play is the arcade game. Wait, what? There is a movie. Uh, no, uh,
1: no, wait. Are you fucking with me? Because you do this. Dead
2: serious. Look it up. It's a Michael Jackson <laughs> feature length movie. I believe it's called Moonwalker. And it was what the, the video game that yeah, Kevin just referenced what the video is game's based, based on. on it. Yeah. No, Moon Moonraker is gold. Moonraker is a is a 007 That's movie. a James
4: Bond. James I did Bond. say that
2: though. Moonwalker is the Michael Jackson movie. It's and Danny DeVito's in it.
4: No. Yes. Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. Pesci. Joe Pesci.
2: Joe Pesci is the bad guy.
4: Dane Devito and Joe Pesci are very different. Do they,
3: Please, does he save children? Yes, and and monkeys and turn into robots. I don't then? think I he saves monkeys. I
2: think whether that was in the movie or not, that was a reference to Bubbles, his monkey. Yeah, yeah. Wait, he does turn into a robot for real. Yes, dude. It was in. I believe it was in Steve Johnson's book, in Rubberhead, he mentions that because that's what the movie Steve Johnson was going to do with him. Because at the end, he turns into a robot. I believe the robot turns giant and then the robot turns into a spaceship.
3: And it happens. Yeah, like a a flying Corvette spaceship.
1: I'm living in a Berenstein Bear universe right now. <laughs> I
3: don't know what the fuck you are all talking about. The, my only frame ref, of reference for this is the arcade game, yeah. but it, 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 it mirrors this movie.
2: It's true. It's for sure. And the Michael Jackson robot at the end looks like the Bill and Ted robots in this.
1: All right, Matt.
2: Don't you have a I device think need in w- front of you? Look it up.
1: I don't want to. I'm afraid. I promise mm-hmm. you, it's true. Mm-hmm. I, this is. I think we need to watch Matt. This is going to be an episode. We're going to watch the yeah, Michael Jackson. You guys Jackson gotta
2: movie. watch fucking Moonwalker. Uh, yeah. I mean, the fact that. But now I want to wait till you come back because that's one that I feel like we need to be like holding hands for because it's it's a thing. Oh,
3: definitely holding
2: hands.
4: Uh, I want to be. If we're holding hands, I want to be there.
3: <laughs> yeah, holding hands. Yeah. That's hysterical. So, yeah, they build
1: these automatons that look like apparently a Michael Jackson movie. I, I did have the Michael Jackson vibe out of the robots, just not from a well, movie that I didn't know I mean, existed. Also, there's
4: clearly guys in in like, yeah. doing the robot inside those suits. Like yeah. Those guys are very talented.
1: And they get to the Battle of the Bands.
3: Oh,
4: yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and who's
1: playing when they get there? Primus. Yes, sir. Going down South Park hammer something. Yeah, Primus is playing. Really? Yeah, Primus is in
4: the movie. Those guys do the South Park theme.
2: They did yes! the South Park. I
4: theme. don't know.
1: That was the only reason I knew them. I got into Primus when South Park came out because I it was didn't like, Oh, know damn. Who damn.
4: Faith No More was, and apparently it was some <laughs> big joke in this stupid yeah, Primus movie. Primus is before <laughs> our time
2: too. Let's be honest. Uh, yeah, let's be honest. They're There's Matt's a bunch time. of people in the in the uh, the audience who are wearing Primus T-shirts in that scene.
1: Yeah. So they get to oh, Okay. They get to the Battle of the Bands, which is
2: also by the way sponsored by Reebok. I don't know if you saw that.
1: Oh, <laughs> nice. Now, I'll allow it.
2: I, right before you see a poster that says it's sponsored by Reebok, it shows you all of the douchebag new age people who are at the séance crowding yeah. around the 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 couch like it's the Super Bowl. Oh. Like move over, yeah. move over and making room for well, each other to watch we, the We of also battle we of the also miss
4: talking about this scene. We also miss talking about the scene where Evil, Bill and Ted go to Missy's house, Missy's house, and steal uh the babes, because the babes have gone over there to like ask Missy for yeah. help. Yeah. So the evil, Bill and Ted steal the two babes to bring them to the Battle of the Bands and they knock Missy out with some kind of weird like Fembot esque musk. They how did
2: yeah, they, they like get to her house in her first, Meg? How did they get into Missy's house?
3: They smashed through the fucking.
2: They <laughs> oh, window. Yeah, they, just, they
4: they slammed the brakes on their car and <laughs> shot through, didn't they? Shot through <laughs> the window. Yeah, they of the flew stolen of car <laughs> They shot through the windshield and the door, or yeah. in like, the big like front window. Yeah, it's a
3: pretty bad. And like so that
4: was what also shocked me was that like they tackled and knocked out Missy, the scared away all the other seance people if they were there, and then like. They're all at the Battle of the Bands. Yes,
1: that's the thing. And and what? I'm glad you brought this up because yeah. then Matt, when they all jump in and crowd <laughs> around it, you're like, why would they tune into the shitty Battle of the Bands after these creepy rapey Bill and yes! Ted's showed up and fucked
4: her house up? And they fucked her house up. They knocked her out with their musk. You got to know
2: that that show is going to be awesome if you know that those are evil robots with intentions of <laughs> killing hot chicks. True. You're like, I'll... Oh, wait. Creepy robots are going to take over a battle of the bands and kill 512-year-old princesses? All right, what uh, what the hell else am I doing? Contacting ghosts?
4: I guess I didn't get to meet Clark Gable today, so this is the next
2: best thing. Yeah,
3: that didn't make any sense, so I just assumed whatever knockout gas they used on Missy like, wiped her brain, too.
4: <gasps> Men in Black style.
3: Yeah, so that, I just assumed that, because, like... Movie saved, bro. Good yeah, job. Again, Yay! we're saving this
4: movie.
3: <laughs> 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 too good to fail on plot holes.
1: That's incredible. Wow, I'm glad we figured out all the plot holes of this movie, and they're yeah, actually...
3: There's only three. We've <laughs> only found three. There's
4: literally only, only three. three. <laughs> no, don't add us. No
3: more. No. Don't, don't add, add us <laughs> at don't all. Don't add
4: us. There's only three. Only
3: three plot holes, and we fixed them all. You're Ugh. welcome.
4: I still love this movie, by the way. Okay, so Continue. they're
3: at the Battle of the Bands. Yeah.
4: Um, at this
1: moment, I go, "Where the fuck is Rufus?" <laughs> I screamed it <laughs> at my TV.
4: Thank you, because I was like, I thought for sure he'd show he's, up sooner.
2: He's inside of Pam Crater. <laughs> <laughs> he's inside. The, yeah, she starts. Yeah, she. Do, it's a good reveal where she starts to unzip, and someone in the crowd and I was about to say it myself, but someone in the crowd yells out, "Yeah, take it off." <laughs> and then her head hits the floor. Whoa,
1: wait, 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 wait. We're not there yet. The Battle of the Bands is still happening. You have like 20 minutes of movie. This yeah. goes on longer than their senior dissertation about history. Right? right.
4: Everyone's like, I thought we were going to watch like five minutes of a jam.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Matt, I want you and I to start a band where it's just like some sort of antagonistic robot battle and we never
2: play a note.
3: Never <laughs> play. That's music. like win. what
2: half of Tenacious D does, right? He's just like I'm yes. just gonna talk and make funny shit happen. We would just uh, do the same thing with robots. But some of That'd those songs cool. are
3: so
1: good.
2: I know. Matt
1: and I went and saw Tenacious D what? together at a Jewish high school fundraiser. <laughs> I forgot
4: about <gasps> that part of it. Oh my oh, god, that's just that's gorgeous! My fetish. I love that. Yeah. I love everything about that. It was um,
1: it was fine. They're a little older. Um, it was a great show, but it was awkward because we were loving it, but some of the people in the room was like. Why did we give money to our kids' school for this?
4: Oh yeah, it was awkward. I I could see my parents being like, "Really?" Yeah, yeah.
3: Guy keeps singing about bosses.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Kyle put like six recorders in his mouth, nose, and every orifice he possibly could, and played them at the same time.
2: Not every, not every. I would have clapped if it was every. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so
4: Matt
3: did not clap for
4: tonight's (laughs) Wow. Wow. Show some respect. Learn some respect. No, I didn't clap for the recorder part. They have a lyric that goes, You broke the rules, so I'll pull out a pubic hair. How is that not a, just a smash hit at a high school?
3: A Jewish high school. A Jewish, I mean, I,
4: I loved it in Catholic Wait. high school. So, Battle of the Bands goes on way too long.
3: Yes, it does. There's um, some sock bock em robots. Action. The robots which was, fight.
4: I was totally hoping it would be like sockem like rock em, sock em robots. Yeah yeah, 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 That was all it was.
1: Well, the robots fight, it's pretty anticlimactic. Um They
4: the, pop the, their heads off.
1: Yeah, they punch their heads off. Uh they save the babes. Bill's
4: the, also holding his own head at one point, which I thought was cool looking. Kind of cool.
1: Uh they the the bad guy shows up with the underlighting in his collar. Yeah.
4: Also and, the babes were hanging from the rafters. Yeah.
2: Those poor babes. The bad guy is um, the diplomatic immunity bad guy from Lethal Weapon, also.
0: Oh. Wow. I don't
2: know
1: if you knew that. And him and Bill and Ted show off in this, like, well, after the show, we'll just go back in time and do this. Well, after the show, I'll go back in time and do that. And they basically, like, drop a sandbag on him. He mm-hmm. has the key. They, they put they him drop, in a cage. They put him in a cage. He has a gun. The gun's a trick joker gun that says Wild Stallions Rule. Yeah, they do. And then. So then he gets a bigger gun. What? what something happens, he gets defeated.
4: Um, uh, doesn't Rufus take him out?
1: Yeah. Rufus, yeah. well, Pam Greer shoots him. The cops grab him, and then Pam Greer takes it off. Yeah, take it off. And it's it's George Carlin inside of Pam oh Greer. Oh, my
3: God. What a surprise. Uh, and so, which is interesting, because that means Pam Greer wasn't a character. That whole but, character was just but, Rufus.
4: And that goes to one of... Oh, or did
3: Rufus kill that woman?
1: Yeah, did Rufus kill Pam Greer and no. take her place?
4: So, so that goes to my thing. That I think Rufus's point in the whole series has been just to gently guide, which is why the third one, Matt, when it comes out, will be interesting because Rufus won't be there.
1: Oh, shit. RIP
4: George Carlin.
1: Oh, fuck.
4: Okay. Haven't
1: they filmed enough of him <laughs> to like be able to like make at least a part out of it?
4: I hope I hope not. It's just going to be
3: clips from Shining Time Station. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if they can make
2: a a 3D toaster graphic heaven with computers, I'm sh- in 1991. I'm sure in 2000 and whatever time Bill and Ted 3 comes out, they can make a computer George Carlin.
4: Well, speaking of Shining Time Station, what if to take his place Ringo,
0: Ringo. Starr steps
4: in. Oh, oh my God. Ringo Starr's like, hey, you st- You took over for me. I'll take over if for they you. If Ringo
3: Starr for Bill and Ted 3. Um, anyone
4: out there who's a Bill and Ted producer or whatever, we know get you're Ringo listening. Ringo Starr on this.
3: We know you're listening. Ringo yeah.
4: Starr, peace and love. Let's do this.
3: Sir. Sir Richard Starkey. Richard Starkey needs to be um, in this film. Maybe you've heard of him.
4: Maybe you've anyway, heard of him. Anyway, my favorite thing about Rufus is that he is just a guiding presence. He never forces anything. He just suggests he's there to help and he makes sure that thing goes horribly awry, but he never like makes Bill and Ted do anything like because after after he reveals that he's been Pam Greer the whole time, it's one of those things where like, okay, well, Bill and Ted still have to do the thing. They're the ones that come to the conclusion. Oh, we still have to be good at guitar. Right. Yeah. So there. So that's like he doesn't tell them they have to do that. Right. Yeah. They just are like, oh, right, we have to be these guys now. We have to be responsible dudes. And so this
1: movie's still going on, by the way. And at this point, you're like, okay, movie, time to wrap it up. Just like some of you are like, goddamn, this podcast is forever.
3: <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> this is an important film. <laughs> so this movie,
1: they're finally like, yeah, we need to learn how to play guitar. So Bill and Ted get in the phone booth. They take off. wow.
4: <laughs> and they go into the hyperbolic time chamber of Music Tree. Yeah. Which I loved.
1: Yeah. That
4: was I amazing. I loved it.
1: What a, great, what a great word. I wish I could get in a hyperbolic time chamber of music tree.
2: Gives you douche facial hair, though.
1: And they come back in completely ridiculous outfits. Like, Bill is ZZ Top and Ted is in a baseball catcher's uniform.
3: And <laughs> they have children. And they have babies they have on their back. They ba- babies
4: straight yeah. to them with the babes. They, they took the babes back in time with them. Yes. Um, also, Keanu's arms are... Mm, Mm. 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 I'm really mm. glad they decided to cut off the sleeves for him. I did
2: not notice that.
4: Uh, well, you should go back and watch. I'm going
2: to now. Oh, I, I mean.
4: You get them on their back. Um, And it was just Bill Jr. and Ted Jr.
2: I
3: When we were watching it, Meg did not catch that they had babies strapped to their back. <laughs> and I was like, Meg, Meg, there are babies strapped to their backs. You have That's
1: to see them. distracted. It. Was it bad of me to be like, why don't those babies have your protection on right now?
2: Oh, um,
4: yeah, come oh, on, that's dude. So that's true. an
2: old man type of it thing. Was the
4: nineties. So
1: Kevin and I, because we grew up in Indiana, we went to the five hundred a few times, and people would bring their babies to the five hundred, but they always had these like cartoonishly large earmuffs on. Yeah, that's just you- like
4: just like when you see like every like superstars' babies, like Rumi and Sir Carter have like big giant earbuds yeah. on when they or earphones on when they go to like on the run too.
3: <laughs> is this so is this
4: like, the wrong demographic for that? I don't <laughs> know what you're talking
3: about. Oh, you this is the wrong
4: demographic in this podcast. 18 to
3: 45 year old man. <laughs> I'm
4: talking Beyonce and Jay Z's uh, joint tour this year. Blue Ivy. No, Rumi and Sir are their twin babies. Rumi, wait, is Rumi R U M I? They
2: named their kid after Rumi. Oh yeah. my God,
4: you guys! <laughs> you guys. Yes. Which oh, one? You think,
2: B, it's like a, I think, think it's like thank
4: No, it's the girl. It's the daughter. The daughter's Rumi R U M I, <laughs> and Pranky. then the boy is Sir.
1: What's, B, Queen Bee is Blue Ivy a real name of one yeah, of the? Yeah, Blue their...
4: Ivy's. Uh, I think she's like six now.
1: Oh, okay. Um, See, I knew one of Queen Bee's.
4: Yeah, because Blue Ivy's been around, but okay. like yeah,
1: Blue so Ivy's yeah, like six now.
4: Beyonce gave birth to the glorious twins, I, Rumi and Sir.
1: I am so sorry, audience. Like, We're talking summer. about <laughs> Jay Z and Beyonce's um, children now. But if no? you're if you're making your <laughs> like you
4: know Don't girlfriend apologize. or wife or you know partner listen in the car with you, oh, you know what? <laughs> you guys are gonna hey, have a good time. This is listen a pledge to
1: the audience. Hey guys, if you have a girlfriend or wife. <laughs> <If>. <laughs> Make them listen to the podcast with you. Because sometimes you talk
4: about Beyonce. <laughs> it's bonding time. Oh.
3: <laughs> you also, can... please name your children Rumi after this podcast. Yeah, spelled be, it what, wrong. How do
4: you guys, you guys spell it? R O O M I E, correct? Okay. Which is very cute. So
1: they come back dressed ridiculous with babies. <laughs> they thank the crowd and they start playing Kisses, God Gave Rock and Roll to Me, which will ride this podcast out. Oh, by the way. And uh the whole world sees it because the evil bad guy when they were having this standoff like oh, yeah. made all the satellites turn to the station mm-hmm. and they deliver the message to be excellent and party on.
4: To all the stereotypes of all the countries. Oh yes, all the There's countries. some flat Italian man who's like, I'm eating pasta and like his <laughs> wife is dancing with him and stuff.
3: It's great. Every stereotype every stereotype is happens. Represented. Yeah. All the stereotypes, but so inclusive
1: as the movie rides out, we see all these newspaper articles explaining the oh rise, fall, rise of <gasps> Bill and Ted. Yes,
4: and, and the death. solo career of of short lived
3: solo
1: career of
4: uh, the Reaper of death. Of yeah, because there's even a great headline that's like, Don't Fear the Reaper. Yeah,
1: Ugh. and I love the one that he's like busted in a uh, lip syncing scandal. Yes,
4: yeah,
3: Millie Vanilli style.
1: Yeah, Millie Vanilli style.
4: That
3: final outro to the movie is amazing. With all of those, um, just all of those newspaper articles.
4: It's incredible. Um, but before they get to the newspaper, I will say, I wrote this down because I just thought it was so important. Yeah. Go on. The, the, the moral of this story was, and I think this is very great, because the first story, the first movie was be excellent to each other and party on. Yeah. What Bill and Ted ended their speech with was yes. the best place in time is here and the best time to be is now. Mm. I th-
2: Live in the present. I immediately was like, wrong, future Japan. <laughs> right? Fucking samurais with lasers. What is better than that?
4: I don't know. You've been in future Japan because you, clearly you've seen the third Bill and Ted. Oh, yeah. Sorry, everyone.
2: Spoiler alert. I'll go back in time and say that before I say it. But the third, fourth <laughs> movie takes place in future Japan. Samurai lasers. <laughs> so fucking cool. Pew,
4: pew, pew, pew. pew. And But they, also, they also conveniently use Mega Godzilla. I, I love it.
3: Yeah, great film. Great, great film. film.
4: I, I, this movie has so many
1: bits. The The eternal hole. Hell, Missy being a creepy, like... Uh, Who's she
3: going to be with in the third one?
1: Right? Because, oh, in the newspaper article, she hooks up with the bad guy.
4: Yes, oh, yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. She is just climbing the ladder.
1: Great bits. Amazing bits. The Bit. whole movie is full of just bits, 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 bits. bits. bits, bits. Death, em. when they're ghosts, when they're robots. All these great moments... This movie is bananas. It almost is like a Terry Gilliam movie too. Like it reminds me of Time Bandits
4: big time. Um, it
2: reminds me that's of a Brazil. good call, I see that. Like thematically as well monkeys, as visually. Baby. We
4: watched 12 Monkeys right after we watched Bill and Ted.
2: Literally yeah, right journey. after
0: it.
4: Yeah? Yeah.
2: Was
1: it a better time travel movie or worse than Bill and Ted?
4: Um, like In the terms of just time travel I think it was better because it was serious. Yeah. Like, like Bruce Willis got like fucked up by yeah. just like what was happening to him. Will and Ted are not affected at all. They're kind too of, dumb for it. Time travel would mess with you.
1: It's true. They're too dumb for it. I mean, it's funny because I wanted this to be a time travel episode in general, but we've spent like almost four hours
3: now talking about Bill
1: and Ted's excellent <laughs> journeys As and
3: Bogus. is tradition. I mean, whatever. Movies deserve
1: it. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk
2: about other time travel movies. Through the magic of editing and time travel, though, this will just seem like a mere two and a half hours.
1: I know, right? Yeah. So, guys, we need to do a countdown. We have to do a countdown about the two Bill and Ted movies. What are the best moments of the Bill and Ted franchise? So this week's Pulp Culture Countdown.
2: Number five is going to be future fashion from uh, flasher robes for the, from the Messiahs to uh, background Disney employee garbs made from fucking crafting foam. I cannot <laughs> wait for this future. We are going to be excellent to each other inside and out. Like, it's going to be fucking cool. And this is coming from a guy who wears cargo shorts and superhero t-shirts every day. So, I know <laughs> what the fuck I'm
4: talking
1: about. Literally wearing a Batman t-shirt right now. Number four, Meg, what's the best
4: part of Bill um, and Ted? I'm going to say timeless friendships.
1: Oh, this nice.
4: friendship will stand the test of time. Like, and they proved it the whole time. I loved it. I'm here for that. All right. I'll watch any movie like that.
3: Kevin, number three. Number three, I think has to go to full on robot <laughs> chubbies. <laughs> full on robot chubbies that just steals the franchise, and that's the name of my band. <laughs> so can
1: can I put a a tie for number number three with you?
3: Yeah, sure. Let's see what, uh, what do you got. Uh,
1: Missy, I got to give a big shout out. Yeah, to the Missy. Out. Great running joke I love every time the joke escalates I love every time she marries another one of
4: their dads right and um, she's great she's great. really great she's in, in charge she knows what she's doing yeah I love it
2: she better be in the next fucking movie
3: can't wait to see more from her Yeah, she
4: better yeah, like that her? gag
2: better continue in the next movie
3: oh
4: I would it, hope it so <clears throat> I hope she's like a grandma though at that point yeah. like hey missy I mean grandma <laughs>
2: <laughs> I hope it's a a, a a newer girl a new actress that looks like that she did then Like, I hope she has not aged. She could be a grandma, but not aged.
1: Do they make that joke where he's like, maybe I'll marry
3: Missy next? He's like, dude, you'll be your own grandpa. Yes,
4: they did. They do. Yeah. Uh, Also,
3: she's a powerful witch. She could (laughs) control age. She
4: could, yeah.
1: So, for me, number two is Ghost Bill and Ted. I think when they are ghosts, it Mm -hmm. is a bunch of great gags, especially when he possesses Ted possesses his father. I think that moment is amazing. I love it when his dad is pretending to be him. It's so great. The acting is phenomenal. It's a great moment and it just lets you go what is this movie doing right now? What? Insane. Well, and I also love how they
4: committed to the makeup of them. Because they yeah. when they're ghosts, Bill and Ted, they're always that like Wait. washed gray out. Yeah. Yeah. All
2: grayscale. Yeah. Yeah. Matt. Mm-hmm. What's number one? Number one, I had a couple that I was gonna say be like based on the, the films themselves, but after this seven month long podcasting session, I'm gonna have to say it's the fact that I convinced you guys that there may or may not be a Michael Jackson feature-length movie where he fights an evil Joe Pesci as both a robot, a giant robot, and also a spaceship. And the fact that you still, still don't, don't know if, know if that's is real- I still don't know. Completely believable. I got to tell you, I feel an odd sense of pride that that happens a lot, where people like listen to some shit I say and say, that could be real, or that could be you fucking <laughs> with me. This is real, though. I'm telling you. Wait- so that's number
3: one, and Pam Greer suits are not number one. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure Pam Greer well, suits. I didn't want
2: to spoil the Michael Jackson movie, but at the end, let's just say Joe Pesci is not the real bad guy.
1: <laughs> is it, oh, it Pam shit. Greer? Yeah, Pam or is a it George
2: Pesci suit? <laughs> is it
1: George Carlin? All right. Well, let's wrap this thing up, guys. I think there's only one thing left to do, Matt. We gotta blast this thing off on a massive four way blast off.
2: Let's touch tips. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well,
3: guys, this is how
1: we do this. Wait, wait, we, wait. We're
2: swinging instead of doing an actual like, like conventional. Although as much as we do conventional, high five. I think we should do an air guitar with the launch pad sound. Oh. Don't you think? So
1: let's do an air guitar a blah, 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 and then a.
2: Yeah, as we go up. Yeah.
1: Okay. 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 Kind. So, so you you do a little air guitar. You go. Blah, blah,
2: blah, And then it blasts off. But we gotta put the I don't know what it's called, the necks or the heads of our guitar, the the tips. Like Kevin said, the tips of the guitar. No, the tips of the guitar have to come together. That's our high five. Oh. Oh, gingerly
4: touching tips of the guitar. Gingerly touching the guitar.
2: If there's one thing we do with the launch pad, is this is as ginger as it gets. We don't touch anything gingerly. We're gonna smash those guitars hard.
4: Smash guitar, aggressive air guitar. Aggressive air guitar. My body's
1: ready. All right. Are you guys ready? Yes. Yeah. All right. On the count of three, we're going to three, two, one, go. Are you okay? Three, two, one.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so guys. Stupid. Keep up with us on our Facebook, Instagram, Instagram. And our Twitter. Keep up. (laughs) (laughs) Twitter. Thanks, Kev. Thanks for the assist. Keep up with us on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LaunchpadPod. And our website, LaunchpadPod.com. On Mondays, keep an eye out for that destroyer. It's the official comic of the Launchpad Podcast. Guys, we have amazing stuff coming up for you next week. We got a What Have You Been Watching? Hope you've enjoyed our fucking amazing Bill and Ted series. Kevin, Meg, thanks for coming on the show. Did you guys have fun? Oh, yeah, I love
3: this.
2: Yes, you gotta have us back next time you guys want to feel like wasting (laughs) four hours. Dude, I I feel like total fucking ass, and I was like, on the way home, I was like, should I cancel? I was like, no, how long is this going to take? It's like, we're talking about two movies that no one even really likes. And we Um, kept you up for four um, hours with your sick ass, bro. (laughs) Well, I'm not going to sleep all night because there's a fucking spider somewhere in this house.
4: (laughs) Or is it because you got so amped talking about Bill He's and Ted? So you guys, jazzed. I think you're all underselling this. Like, we loved this movie love this way movie. more than we no, thought it we would. So awesome. I it?
2: watched one last night and two today, and they are both fucking awesome. Highly recommend, yeah. especially if you haven't seen them in a while.
4: Right? Yeah, they're just yeah. fun,
2: fun movies. Fun
3: movies.
4: Like, I, did, I had like just a like, grin on my face, and I don't know if it was just because like everything in the world seems kind of crappy right now, and these movies were just so pure, or if it's like. God, I've never seen a movie where Keanu Reeves smiles so much. I was yeah. say, He's I having you're a good time, and
2: I think it's just Keanu Reeves' arms.
4: Oh, <laughs> oh my God! I well, a little, uh, little bit of that belly and shirt, and also Keanu oh Reeves' character God. in
2: this Ted does grow up to become Neo right in the Matrix that's the same world
4: absolutely yes absolutely he gets his 9 to 5 like,
2: job and loses all his creativity and stuff and he comes
4: that, that to me is like so legit no, like, I believe I, in that that does not bother me at all yeah.
2: Yeah. well guys let us know what you think tell us what you think are
1: these movies awesome are they way cool are they bogus are they totally non yeah, are they heinous or they or are, they are they totally, totally non heinous we'll
4: are they, they you not mean. not heinous <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> until next time guys we're the Rocketeers and we are out